This is a HeadGum Podcast. Dynamic banter. you know what's cool mike what it's august 15th that is really cool what were you gonna say what's cool is is that by the time this is going to other people's ears than our own yeah in this room alone in this moment in time in california united states earth under god what do we got here an ad Divisible and nations under liberty and justice. And once and, and, for, once all, and for all. The cool thing is, is by the time these these voices get to other ears, we will have already finished our East Coast tour. Yes. And but right now in time, in our current time, we have not commenced the tour yet. Yes. It has not started. You're, you're meeting us at a very interesting point in our, in our lives. lives. Yeah. So yeah. welcome to Dynamic Banter. Yes. Um, Where we find out that me and Steve are the same person. Same <laughs> so guys, welcome to the show. If any of you listening... Steve. Yes? Am I the Tyler Durden version of you? <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! Right? Imagine if I was like, if I get yeah, like ripped, ripped up. <laughs> Absolutely. That's fun. Wow! I, yeah, for real. I'm gonna think more about that. I'm gonna make a poster. Someone or should make. Yeah, I was gonna say someone should make some art. Yeah. <laughs> what would it be? It would be a horn club or or like what horn would the logo? Ooh, the lo- we could do the dynamic banter logo on a bar of soap, yeah. like a Fight Club logo. There's no honking about horn club. <laughs> and then only people who heard this one, one bit that we'll never talk about again. <laughs> two minutes. At two minutes. Um, but yeah, man, it's pretty exciting that um, if you went to our shows <laughs> last night and the night before, thank you, first of all. Yes, thank um, you very much. We really appreciate you guys, uh, you know, coming out to see us. Man, that was the fun, trip. huh? It was real fun. We had a great time. Let's talk about, let's kind of summarize the night. Well, it was great to see you. It was great to see you up there as well. I remember seeing you up there and being like, man, he did it. Yeah. And I was like, here we are on the East Coast. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> you think about how we took a plane all the way to get there. Yeah. And you remember the plane. Yeah. And um, and when it lands. Yeah. And that's kind of what it feels like to get up on that stage. Yeah, man. Because yeah. you're like, ooh, we made it, baby. Now it's time to adventure. It's time to adventure out into a city and have a great night and when we did that show afterwards yeah. i was like we did it when the show started i was like i don't know but when it ended i was like there it is yeah and no matter what after the show i said we did it you did say that i remember you I saying looked right that. in your eyes and said we did it and then we kissed <laughs> passionately <laughs> Uh, but yeah, but thank you guys for coming out. Hopefully Zoya, the show was good. Zoe was there and she was kind of waiting for it to be over. Yeah, she couldn't wait. And she was laughing and then the laughter yeah. had died down and we're still doing it. Anyway, Is Zoya's, uh, are Zoya's sisters coming to any of the shows at all? Not in New York. I think they might come to the Connecticut one, which is tonight. Yes. Wait, the Thursday. Fifth. The 5th. 
Yeah, I think that's correct. I think I have a show tonight. In yeah, I wish I could be there. No, because we got this. When does this come out? On Friday. Fridays. The th- so this the one fourth. comes out on the third. Friday the third. Four th- third. So you're never gonna believe this. So yeah. we're both kind of relaxing right now. Oh, very and, nice. And this is nice. And then on Sunday, I have a show in Bridgeport. My uh, sister-in-laws will be at that one probably. Um, Sunday, I will be leaving the East Coast. I'll be there for a few days. Yeah. Uh, don't try and find me. No, and don't touch Kevin. Don't touch Kevin, even if he says, please touch me, help. <laughs> Listen to us, not him. <laughs> but I'm hoping to see a Broadway show maybe while we're out there. Which one are you going to do? I don't know, man. I don't know. What are your options? Can we look? Beetlejuice, Spamalot, Cats. Whoa. <laughs> Is something up all the way? Because it feels like, you know when you could feel it? There's like a hiss. Like something's up all the way. And you have to tell me if you... I think everything's okay. It's like being Dynamic a Dynamic banter. Okay. Welcome back. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's see. Broadway shows in New York City. On Google. Siri? Alexa? Google Glass. Anyone help? Jesus. <laughs> Ooh, Wicked. Wicked's playing. I've seen Wicked. I took my mama to see Wicked. And it was good? Yeah. Oh, you woke up, Alexa. Well, that's creepy. I don't know what she's talking about. Alexa, stop listening. Podcasting. You just ordered 40 paper towels. Yeah. Why are there 80 jugs of milk towels. in my... <laughs> Amazon Prime cart. <clears throat> we got the Lion King. Put the line in the. <laughs> we got the Phantom of the Opera, uh-huh. which I've actually never seen. Classic. Maybe I should see Phantom of the Opera. That's about Sting from WCW. Did you know that? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Harry Potter and the Cursed Child. I absolutely give no shits about that. You don't like Harry Potter. I mean, it's not that I don't like it. Harry Potter is Star Wars for kids who are horny about the library. Yeah, but more accurately, <laughs> Harry Potter is Lord of the Rings for kids who who are younger than people love who horses. Like. <laughs> <laughs> is that um, okay to say? Um, his miney. <laughs> uh, Moulin Rouge the musical sounds real romantic. Yeah. You ever take your mom to Mulan? Rouge? Absolutely, I would not. Okay, that's like one where you end up kissing someone. <laughs> you don't want in the show. You gotta be careful, uh, Christine Aguilera. Aladdin, hmm. The Book of Mormon, which I've seen twice now. Good, and I absolutely love it. That's what people have get chance to see it. Man, they're uh, talented fellas, huh? Oh yeah, man, big time. We got to kill a mockingbird with Jeff Daniels. <laughs> Jeff Daniels from uh, Dumiere. Whoa, is this a To Kill a Mockingbird adapted by Aaron Sorkin? Whoa, with Jeff Daniels. Starring Tom Hanks. <laughs> As big. This is cool. I mean, it's a super courtroom drama, early courtroom drama kind of thing, but man, it's only 30 bones. Did you read that book in school? I did. 
So you already know what happened. I forgot. Does oh. Boo Radley die? I don't want to spoil Was it. Was that Boo Radley? <laughs> Tom Sawyer painted the fence. <laughs> That's the one. <laughs> and then they shoot the courtroom. They take the courtroom out back and they shoot it. <laughs> That's the one where the three courtrooms find their way home. <laughs> two courtrooms fall in love and then poison each other yeah star crossed courtrooms one courtroom is eating piscettis with the blood (laughs) (laughs) oh fuck Chicago's playing damn the one about the courtroom in Chicago that was some razzle dazzle (laughs) baby salon Frank Mrs. Doubtfire there's a Mrs. Doubtfire musical damn I bet that's on. I, I bet, bet that's that a musical. Going. There's a Michael Jackson musical. Mm. That's fun. Controversy. I don't know. I think he's innocent. I <laughs> Dynamic banter. Then we're back. <laughs> Fuck, man. Fuck. Fuck. Jagged Little Pill. I've heard of that. David Burns, American Utopia. What's Jagged Little Pill? Um, I've only heard of it. I don't know what it is. A Land of Morrissey. <laughs> Ooh, listen to how this one starts off. Some shows you see, this show you feel. Is it Chris Angel? <laughs> Featuring, oh, it's all, that's what it is. It's Alanis Morissette. That's a jag, Jagged Little Pill was Alanis Morissette, one of her albums. Or is something. it like a story based on that? Or is it like her doing the Inspired album? by the whole album. It's oh, a it's musical. Like a, it's a, okay. Um, on Broadway. Also, Dear Evan Hansen. It's me. <laughs> it's me, God. <laughs> Watch you have a seat over there. There's a little shop horse. All right. Well. Oh shit! There is a little shop of horrors, dude. And that one is about. It's off Broadway though, which means. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm still gonna see it. I'm gonna see it. I'm gonna see. You know what I'm gonna see, dude? You hear that, as- aspiring actors? If you ain't on Broadway, you ain't shit to see. <laughs> Sorry. I saw an off-Broadway Avenue queue and it was trash. <laughs> Why? I'm Why? just kidding. I'm kidding. Oh. It's fine. Off-Broadway just means it's either... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> it's neither here nor there. Off-Broadway means it's not really on Broadway. <laughs> and that's New York. <laughs> nah! Yes! Oh, fuck! Beetlejuice, dude! <laughs> oh shit oh it comes back in april oh no when it, you gotta stay it comes back in april i guess i live in new york now you gotta stay okay. is she like what's the deal with the deets <laughs> watch my spin here's around. the deal here's the t- <laughs> yeah you nailed it honestly <laughs> you really nailed it dude Honestly, that's what it is. I love Beetlejuice. Yeah. And uh, I know someone who really likes the Beetlejuice musical. Yeah. And I would never say it for any reason. Um. So uh, I watched a bootleg of it. Okay. Is that a, was somebody like 
Yeah, it's not good. It's not an ideal way to see it. And it's totally like moving and people yeah. are like walking by and stuff. I saw Eight Mile like that. Uh, <laughs> it's the only way to watch a lot of these musicals, man. And here's the thing. I don't know if you guys know. Well, <laughs> the only way to watch. Let me tell you why it's the only way. Okay. Because these shows are fucking expensive, man. Mm-hmm. But it makes sense. You're paying for the performance. Yes. It's not a movie. No, it's real. These people work very fucking hard. Yeah. And you're paying for the experience. And by the way, I would say it's worth it. Yes. To go see a show. If you've never seen a Broadway show. Very moving. It's very amazing. Emotional, especially if it's like music you love or whatever. It's something you've always wanted to see. Uh-huh. Uh, seeing it in the live setting is really quite um, an amazing thing. I've said that many times, but it's expensive as fuck, man. It just is. And it can't be, it's something, it's a splurge when you uh-huh. see a show. If... Um, but so what I'm saying is, is like when you can, if you're given the option to pay like $350 for a ticket uh-huh. or watch maybe a shaky video on YouTube. Yeah. What if somebody bootlegged our show? Would you be upset? No, I think I'd be like, we finally made it. I would be furious. (laughs) I'd be furious because you're making the assumption that like we're rich and we don't need, we don't desperately need every ticket sale. Yeah. It's a little, it's, it, I think, yeah, it's disrespectful on the smallest scale. Yeah. But when you're, Um, but when you're not the smallest scale, well, it's just okay. Fine. If somebody if somebody did that to like my stand up that I spent years on, yeah, that's disrespect on the smallest scale to do that. No, I'm not. <sighs> Give me. I'm saying thirty million dollars first. I'm saying in comparison to let's let's use let's use Hamilton for example, because Hamilton. Which is- one? <laughs> <laughs> Rip Hamilton. <laughs> We're back. Hamilton was a huge fucking massive money making thing. Yeah. Made probably billions at this point. 130 billion dollars. Yeah. That's a very large number. And that's the real number. That's it. I have it right in front of me. (laughs) I'm on HamiltonMoney.com. How how much did Hamilton make dot org? Hamilton dot (laughs) money. How much did Hamilton dot make at the box office? Dot tell me. Uh, okay, so how much money we think Hamilton dot made at the box office? So I guess, like, look, I here's my deal. I I came from uh, I came from a time of the early internet where you just stole things like music, movies. Uh-huh. You, you just did it because it was so easy. And every band died. And every band died because of it. Lit but, is not a band anymore because. But as a result of that, as an adult that made money and built a career, I don't do that anymore. Mm-hmm. Like if I do steal something. What I'll usually do is is uh, I'll like buy the next thing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like if I if I like um, you're assuming that you not buying the current thing, the artist is going to be around to make the next thing. Well, I mean, I 
so obviously that whole my feelings on stealing media change when you think about the smaller artists mm-hmm. because obviously there are people who have not passed the threshold of being able to like you we know, call them all right they're not all yeah exactly <laughs> these are people who are not all right so you know don't take money out of those people's pockets You're is right. what i'm saying like use your judgment use right. your best judgment mm-hmm. and for me it's like i've i've seen a lot of broadway shows uh-huh. i've paid for the fucking concessions that are completely blown out of proportion cost wise mm-hmm. i've bought the merch from like book of mormon and cats and all that shit mm-hmm. like i've been a consumer of the broadway machine for a bit benefiting different people arguably benefiting different people arguably and i feel like it has earned me the right to living in la not able to get to new york to see the beetlejuice show Mm -hmm. especially during the pandemic Mm -hmm. which basically killed the show in a lot of ways if you want to talk about that at some point beetlejuice already dead say it three times i'll come back no (laughs) don't do it don't do it mike we can't afford to clean up that kind of mess and that's why you shouldn't bootleg our shows <laughs> anyway but i did see it and it's fine okay and uh even though i watched the bootleg i would certainly pay the price to see it yes and i would and i will someday people bootlegged our shirts do you know that a couple times really yeah it's how'd you find out somebody sent me a link and Damn. said look they're selling probably terrible quality yeah of your shirt it's not an accurate representation of the quality we approve here at db labs that's true we do beakers and bunsen let me find some music for db labs (laughs) let's see see, uh uh, royalty that's the most important part we go royalty free every time i get what you're saying but you think about how i don't know i just like when people are like um Whatever. It goes back to other stuff we were talking about where people are never going to be on the the same page. Right. But it's like everyone's so horny about art and like people are like it, you know, it means so much. And without art, the world would be blah, blah, blah. But also it's like so easy to steal it. And it's so easy to find your way around. Um, no, it is supporting easy to steal it. it. Yeah. And uh, I just don't feel like you could be super horny for art and doing whatever you could do to take it all the time. Yeah. I feel like morally those two things don't, you know, it's imperfect <laughs> relationship. I mean, we live in a society, Mike. Oh, man. Don't start sentences like <laughs> We live in a society, okay? Just like the Joker. The Joker lived in a society. Which one? <laughs> Dynamic banter. Welcome back. Um, you remember those commercials that were like, "You wouldn't steal a car," or like, "Yeah, you know." And what it was, was like, it's like PSA for something. It was for stealing movies. Like, yeah. don't steal movies. Yeah, you wouldn't yeah. steal a car, and mm-hmm. it's like, I'd steal a car if it if I could do it from my fucking chair in my mom's basement, and there's zero repercussions. Really, you know what I mean? Like. Obviously, there are repercussions, mm. but when you're young and you see that, you're like, if it's as e- if it was as easy to steal a car as it was to watch the Garfield movie, it, like a cam someone made in a movie theater, 
then people would be stealing more cars. But you have to grow up at some point and you have to develop a moral compass. Right, right. Which and is you why, have to say why this is a wrong exactly. thing and this is a... Right. Or else there would be a thousand 11-year-olds right. with Bugattis. Um, let's talk about here at DB Labs. Uh-huh. Here at DB Labs... We like to mix things in syrup and we squish them <laughs> and we mix them up and oscillate them and we put them into beakers and we put fire under them. Hey, Mike, I've got a new sound effect I'm testing out. You want to hear it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, this is where Mike and I test out new sounds to potentially be on the show. Mike, here we go. Yes. <laughs> Perfect. Once we approve of a sound effect, it goes into the sound effects wind tunnel. What was that one? Get rid of that one. Get rid of that one. In the sound effect wind tunnel, we find if it's a, if, if the sound works against a lot of laughter. And then we focus group the sound. We play it for a group of nine young women. What do you guys think about this bit, young women? And if they like it, it moves on to the next testing phase. Man, can the next testing phase just be the doing it part? <laughs> the next testing phase is where Ozzy takes a, a shot at it. Ozzy takes a shot at it. <laughs> Ozzy takes a shot at it. Then we let Ozzy take a crack at it. That's being, that's too much. DV Labs? The lab part was too much after a while. They're doing too much in the lab. That's how they get themselves into trouble. Those are totally the sounds that happen in the lab. Yeah. And then <laughs> it would also have like this kind of music. Did you it. think that the lab to to do like the Pfizer and Moderna vaccine sounded like that? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, here, let me add something to it. Hang on. Scientists discovering Christmas. I just think it's too abrasive. Then, after Ozzy gets a hold of it, we give it to Billy Joel. Stop it! Okay, he seems to be done. Stop it! Stop it! And we try to give it to Billy Joel eight times. Stop it! Stop it! Stop it! Stop it! And then if. Then once Billy Joel doesn't approve, because we know it's good once he doesn't like it, uh-huh. then we move on to Arnold. Arnold, what do you think about it? It's a satisfying to me as a communist, <laughs> you know, as a, having sex with a woman and coming. Perfect. So Arnold loves it. And then finally, it makes its way to the hit television show, Dynamic Banter. Well, and we hope it gives you inspiration as And that's and that's how a sound effect gets chosen at <laughs> DB Labs. And then we're waving like, <laughs> like the the really strong yeah. 
<laughs> and it's World War II for With some like, reason. Pipe. We have like pipes and clipboard. And our wives. And they have babies. There's all these children. And the babies like have a kid. There's like 15 children. And then we're holding babies. <laughs> the babies have little babies in their holding. <laughs> TV labs. <laughs> Dude, the whole has, family's has a lab coat on. <laughs> I like the, the, the slogan for DV Labs. It goes DV Labs. The whole family's invited. <laughs> Dude, and there's a beautiful little dog that just comes and sits perfectly down. Oh, kind of beautiful. Actually, anyway. kind of beautiful. Um, but yeah, man, I'm really excited to be on the East Coast. I'm so excited about that, about weather. Yeah. I'm so excited about a, seeing a season. It's going to be nice. It's going to be chilly. Oh, God, Mike. What's the weather like? Let's look Oh, please tell me it's going to be cold as fuck. I want to lose my balls out there. <laughs> I'm going to lose my balls in it. I want my balls to fall through my pants. It's so cold. What are you thinking is what would be very cold for you? Okay, can I tell you what I would love? <laughs> it's almost like you completely ignored my question <laughs> no my question didn't matter what do you what you say it well let's take it to db labs <laughs> i don't want to go back there why not man i don't want to leave back your 35 there. kids yeah. in the db labs world <laughs> yeah, I do. yeah i do um okay what was the question what would I, I like remember. it to be? What weather would what I like? What is cold? What is cold? Yeah, what is your... Say whatever you were going to say. So what is cold is the same as like what would what would I want it to be? Because I want it to be cold. Yeah. And I want it to be... I want to lose my mind how cold it is. I want to be in the biggest bundles. Yeah. You do good in a bundle. I love a bundle. <laughs> I like to be bundled. Bundle me up, baby. Uh-huh. Um, uh-huh. So I would say... Man, we're so close to Christmas. And we'll be right back. (laughs) Here at DB Labs. I'm an, I would love it to be like 50 degrees during the day. Okay. And if it's 40 degrees at night, I'm okay with it. Can I interest you in 40, a high of 46 and a low of 31? Whoa, yes. So 32 degrees Fahrenheit is yeah. freezing. Yeah. So that's when you get snow and ice and what happens. So it's close to snow. It could snow overnight. It could. <laughs> you can't bet on it though i wouldn't unless of course it's monday in which case there's a 30 percent chance of that happening so Shit, if, it, <laughs> if it's a monday we got a 10 day forecast here so what day are we there i'll check my other app this should be the same app the weather app and the calendar app should be the same i think you're right and now I'm Steve Jobs. <laughs> Why don't you give me that money? I'm doing your Steve Jobs. Okay, so the first and the second. Probably could have figured that out. So first is Wednesday and then Thursday. So let's tell the audience the audience about how the weather was in the past. Okay. What day did I say they were? 
one this thing is a serious thing. message to everybody watching my update right now. <laughs> <laughs> Mike's watching got something to say. My update. <laughs> Anytime we have something to announce, we gotta play that. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Is that a button? Serious message. It's on YouTube. I'll turn it into that a button. That should be a button it for sure. It should certainly be a button. Um, that's like we Let's say that the and then we say our dates. <laughs> Okay, so you can press that button, and then we could say when we have shows. <laughs> exactly. Um. So Wednesday, it's supposed to be thirty-two. Those are the and that's during the day. A low of thirty-two. Is that New York? Yeah, low of thirty-two, high of forty-five, and then Thursday, uh, low of thirty-five, high of forty-seven. And Boston should be similar, or maybe a little less. Cold. Let's check on Boston. Let's check out Probably Boston. a little bit. This is for everybody. Anybody who's curious about what the weather's going to be like in Boston next week, even if you're not coming to one of our shows. No, what the weather was like a couple oh, days ago. Oh, what it was like. A couple, oh, that's right, because this one goes up. Fuck, I'm lost. Fuck, we're there on... Oh, that's Wednesday. Which one's first? Yeah, uh, uh, Boston. Boston is first We've on Wednesday. Thousands of times. On Wednesday. Wednesday, it's going to be <laughs> 28. Whoa! Low of 28, high of 40. Oh, God, I'm so ready, dude. Man, am I going to be reminded of why I moved here. I don't want any heat on in the theaters. <laughs> <laughs> We're moving the show outside. I want us all to be cold in the theater. So I think I got a ticket update for Bell House. <gasps> what do we got? Wait, 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 wait. I got something ready for that. Wait, this I don't want to say anything. This is a serious message to everybody watching my update right now. I'll say... <laughs> At the Bell House, there were at least 249 people there. Whoa. Okay. At one point. At one point, there were Damn. upwards of Guys, that many. That's a crazy feeling that yeah. there's going to be almost 300 of you coming to listen to us. That there was and that all of them had a great time. And all. Oh, there was. That's right. Over maybe even 300. Dude, this I can't believe a thousand people showed up and didn't get let in. And demanded to watch on closed circuit television from standing from a, on the sidewalk. There's a TV. <laughs> there, there's a bunch of TVs in the window. They demanded that every television <laughs> in New York City be turned to <laughs> what was happening. And all these people are gathered around the TV store windows. <laughs> yeah. And they're like watching the show. Yeah. Thank you for doing thank that. Thank you for you couldn't that. hear it. <laughs> really appreciate it. All right. Let's get some ads out of the way. Huh? How about that? That sounds great. You know, I've got something to prepare us for the ads now. Serious message to everybody watching my update right now. <laughs> there he goes. <laughs> we lost another Steve. Merry Christmas, Steve. Merry Christmas, buddy. I hope there's a Christmas wherever you end up outside of the digital void. Digital void. To the digital, the digital void. void. Today's episode of Diane Ranch is brought to you by the digital void. The digital void. Today we're talking about the digital void. You ever at home, you look around the internet and you're like, whoa, what happened to the past hour of my life? Well, you just went into the digital, the digital void. Peace and love. Peace and love. Peace and love. Peace and love. I want to tell you. 
Please, after the 20th of October, do not send fan mail to any address that you have. Nothing will be signed after the 20th of October. If that has a date on the envelope, it's going to be tossed. I'm warning you with peace and love, but I have too much to do. So no more fan mail. Thank you, thank you. No objects to be signed. Nothing. Uh, anyway, peace and love, peace and love. Tell you, peace and love. Please, There's no peace after the 20th of October, after the 20th of October, please, after, please, after, please, after, please, after. This is a serious message to. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Ringo Starr. <laughs> Famous. Hey, Ringo, loud and clear. <laughs> Please. Oh. The void. The void. The void. The void. The void. Where's the last hour and a half? I have an idea. Into the void. a date on the envelope it's going to be tossed i'm warning you with peace and love but i have too much to do so no more fan mail thank you thank you and no objects to be signed nothing uh anyway peace and love peace and love 20th of october do not send fan mail to any address that you have nothing will be signed after the 20th of october if that has a date on the envelope it's going to be tossed Warning you, peace and love. I want it right now. Peace and love. Peace and love. Serious message to. <laughs> Guys, let's talk a little bit about.
Hey, everybody. Welcome to the ad portion of the show, Dynamic Banter. Now, I want to tell you a little story. You know, Mike and I, we work really hard on this show. Ryan, you know, anybody who's ever touched the show has basically worked hard on it, okay? We do a lot of stuff. We make a lot of things. And also, right now, we're currently on the East Coast doing some live shows. Hope you came. It was a good show. Anyway, they were both good shows. Wait a minute. They were both good shows. Anyway, uh, so we did a little boo-boo when we recorded the ads for this episode. Um, we tried to get ahead of the game a little bit, ahead of the game. But, you know, we kind of blew it, and it's all on me. It's my fault. I take the blame 100%. But it doesn't matter because, you know what? Now we're here in the new ad portion of the show. This isn't what it will be like moving forward at all because, obviously, you know, I'm only doing this because... Um, you know, I blew it. So uh, anyway, we don't have to talk too much more about that. But I want to thank you guys for listening to the show. I want to thank HeadGum and uh, all the upcoming sponsors uh, for this uh, opportunity to, um, you know, make money off of this, uh, this thing Mike and I do. So shout out to HeadGum, shout out to the sponsors, and shout out to Mike Falzone. So guys, let's talk a little bit about Tushy. Oh, man. Ain't nothing better in my home that I love more that cleans my butt so nice more than the tushy did that sentence make sense i think you understand what i mean i love tushy they're in my they're in both of my bathrooms when guests come over they always go steve what the heck that tushy felt so nice and my butt's cleaner than it ever dang been in my life and you know what would be cool this is my dream for the world every single person gets a tushy bidet huh how about that steve for president and i'll tell you guys if you're buying things this holiday season for your family you're trying to figure out a nice gift to get for the fam i'm not joking when i say a tushy is the perfect gift want to know why because it's the gift that keeps on giving you a clean butt you know anybody that poops (laughs) they'll probably enjoy this you know why because it cleans your butt way better than wiping it cuts your toilet paper use down by 80 percent and it saves trees and all the thousands of gallons of water used to convert them into toilet paper and it comes with a book full of poop jokes (laughs) my butt is in love no Here's what a Hello Tushy bidet does, if you guys don't understand. It washes your bum with fresh water uh, for a way better clean than toilet paper. You don't need to have me explain why a piece of dry paper against a dirty butt uh, doesn't clean as well as, say, mm, I don't know, fresh water sprayed right into your boo How? You simply spray, and then you pat dry. It attaches to your existing toilet. There's no electrician or plumber needed, and installs in less than eight minutes, guys. And, as I said before, it cuts down your TP use by mm, 80%, saving money and paper waste. Guys, make the restroom your best room with the complete Tushy system, including the Tushy bidet attachment, ottoman, toilet brush, and Tushy stand and tissues. Oh, join the millions of happy Hello Tushy customers right now who take care of their Yule logs the dignified way. Not like old cave people living in the caves. 
So why don't you give the gift of a clean bum to yourself or your loved ones this holiday season and get 10% off plus free shipping right now at hellotushy.com slash banter. That's hellotushy.com slash banter. Hey, you're going to get that 10% off and free shipping. I've never heard anything better in my life. So check it out, guys. One last time, that's hellotushy.com slash banter for 10% off and free shipping. Go ahead. Have a cleaner butt. That's my gift to you. And Tushy as well, because they're, you know, they're the company. But And also Mike's. Okay, it's the show's gift to you. And Tushy. And, and whatever. You guys get it. Thank you, Tushy. Hey, you know what's crazy? It's somehow already the end of 2021. Which means for the next few weeks... We're roasting chestnuts instead of friends. How about that, guys? This is the time of year where we spend hours, nay, days, or even months trying to figure out the best gifts for our favorite people. It's the dang holidays, you guys. Luckily, MeUndies is back with their ultimate gift guide so you can save time and focus on going home for the holidays with the coziest gifts ever. You guys know Mike and I love MeUndies. We sport them. We crush them. We ride along with them. They're with us everywhere we go. And why is that? Because they're so comfy. They're just the most comfortable underwear that exists. And you know what? I can say that because I've never... I haven't worn all of the underwear that exists, but I've certainly worn my fair share. <laughs> you get your festive on with the new MeUndies holiday collection featuring classic plaids you know and love and sweater inspired prints that will quickly become favorites. Their undies, loungewear, and sleepwear are made out of soft, breathable, stretchy fabrics that are ideal for sitting fireside with loved ones and chatting about life over a cup of hot cocoa. Get the family photo you've always dreamed of with matching PJ sets or make every day a spa day with the new plush robes and plush slippers. Whenever you decide, everyone's going to be rolling into the new year comfier than before. <laughs> Available in sizes extra small through 4XL, MeUndies has a little something for everyone on your list. So, MeUndies has a great offer for our listeners. For any first-time purchasers, you get 15% off and free shipping right to your door. Your days of fighting for your life in the mall parking lot are over. To get 15% off your first order, free shipping, and a 100% satisfaction guarantee, go to MeUndies.com slash banter. That's MeUndies.com slash banter. Thank you so much, MeUndies. I trust you near my bits. Guys, is anything interfering with your happiness? Let's think about this for a second. Is something preventing you from achieving your goals? I'll tell you, my brain tricks me all day, upwards and sideways, at all hours of the night and day, and I hate it. It's misery-inducing, but better help is just one place that will help assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist and connect you in a safe and private online environment. It's so convenient. You can start communicating in under 48 
ours. And here's the deal, guys. It's not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It is professional counseling done securely online. Here's how it works. You send a message to your counselor anytime, anytime. You'll get timely and thoughtful responses. Plus, you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions, all without ever having to sit in an uncomfortable waiting room. BetterHelp is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches so they make it easy and free to change counselors if needed. It's more affordable than traditional offline counseling and financial aid is also available. Guys, and anything you share is confidential. It's convenient, professional, affordable, and all that good stuff. In fact, so many people have been using BetterHelp for so long that they're recruiting additional counselors in all 50 states just to keep up with all the people joining and starting uh, to live a happier life. So if you want to start to live a happier life today, as a listener of this show, Dynamic Banter, you're going to get 10% off your first month by visiting our sponsor at BetterHelp.com banter. That's BetterHelp.com banter. Banter. Join over 1 million people who have taken charge of their mental health, like myself. Again, that's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash banter. Thank you, BetterHelp. And guys, last but certainly not least, let's talk about True Bill, a new sponsor on the show here. Do you know... Let's ask this question, okay? Let's ask this question to each other. And if there's someone sitting next to you, you're listening to this show on headphones, I want you to ask this question out loud. Do you know why free trials renew without your consent? This is a hot take. Hot issue, hot take. It's a business scam out to get you. That's the answer, guys. Don't let greedy corporations pocket your money. Download Truebill to take control of your subscriptions. Now, here's how this works. Truebill is the new app that lets you identify and stop paying for subscriptions that you don't need, want, or simply forgot about. If you're like me, oh man, I forgot what I subscribed to over five plus years ago. And the companies that I subscribe to absolutely love it. They love that I forgot. They're like, keep forgetting, Steve. No. And I'll tell you, companies make subscriptions hard to handle. On average, sorry, hard to cancel is what I meant to say. The companies make it hard to handle on purpose. On average, people save up to $720 a year with Truebill. How about that? Truebill makes it incredibly simple to cancel these hard-to-cancel subscriptions. You just link your accounts, and Truebill will cancel your unwanted subscriptions in one tap. And your Truebill concierge is there when you need them to cancel unwanted subscriptions so you don't have to. So they do all the work for you. Isn't that nice? You thought I was going to use the echo there, but I didn't. And Truebill has over 2 million users and helps save them over 100 million dollars! Like Matthew B, and here's a real testimony who says, quote, in a matter of seconds, I saved $660 for the year on my DirecTV bill. How about that? Saved $120 for the year on my SiriusXM bill and saved $840 a year on car insurance. Guys, don't fall 
for subscription scams. The boys at DB and HeadGum and Truebill are here to help you. Why don't you start canceling today at Truebill.com slash banter. Why don't you go right now? Truebill.com slash banter. You can hit pause on the podcast if you want, although we prefer you not to. But listen, this is an ad. We're helping out these companies. They're helping out us. We're helping out you. It's a big old we help each other. You scratching backs. We out here scratching backs. So why don't you guys go to truebill.com slash banter and it could save you thousands a year. Think about that. Thousands a year. One more time. That's truebill, T-R-U-E-B-I-L-L dot com slash banter. Hey, guys, guess what? We made it. It's the end of the ads. You know what that means? We can get back to the regular show. Isn't that nice? I want to thank you guys so much for listening to this, uh, you know, whatever this is. And, uh, you know, we'll, we'll, I, I, again, I take the blame for this ad thing. I don't know. We don't have to get, guys, you know what? Let's get back to the show. Thank you to sponsors. Thank you to the digital boy. Peace and love. And love. Peace and love. And love. Peace and love. Peace and love. Don't be ridiculous. I want to tell you. <laughs> want to tell you please 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 what please I want to tell you please I tell you please please what I want to tell you. Let me do my show for Christ's sake. Stop lighting the audience. Tell you. Stop lighting the audience. Why does it always seem to hit me in the middle of the night? Stop it. Please.
be the longest. <laughs> sometimes you gotta get lost. That's the longest it. one we've done. You gotta get lost in it sometimes. <sighs> Mike. Yes. Man, something... I'm having such a good time in New York or Boston. We did. We really did. Uh, something that we said we were gonna talk about last week needs to be talked about this week. Uh-huh. And you know, I think you know what I'm about to bring up. Yes. The new Ghostbusters movie. Yeah. Ghostbusters Afterlife. Yes. Now, Mike, before we get into the meat and potatoes of this thing. Yes. I think many people should know. (laughs) (laughs) That you left the theater. I was disgusted. Just before it ended. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Before some really cool shit happened. Yes. And I'm assuming you had to be somewhere. Not really. You just want to go home. <laughs> you just want to go home? No, I had a show. I had to leave. <laughs> no, show. not really. No. I was just like, I just had to go home. What's it, five? I'm I've been here for a bit. Five. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be traffic. But um, you and I got to go. It was a special experience. We got to go to the movie theater together with our boy, Matt Robb. Yeah. And there's so much has changed about the movies. Oh yeah, that I wasn't aware of. You could be in your own recliner and it could recline. And you can how just... long has it been like that? Long um, time. Yeah. Wow. Not every theater though. Like I think they start a mo- uh, theater started to upgrade. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Why should it be more comfortable in a movie theater than it is on an airplane? Yeah. Because I think the the comfort experience is more important to the business of movie theaters. And comfort is not the most important thing to the airline company. Business. They know that people are going to buy tickets. No matter because what. It's the only way. So you should still just be grateful for the gift of flight. Yeah, We're they, not making they anything any bigger. Right? They don't have to change anything. If theater seats were as uncomfortable as they were when we were kids... Mm-hmm. That there, people would just have, would have stopped going to the movie theater. I, I used to think it was cool that it had a little bit of a bounce to Me it. Me too. And this, that was like, whoa, this is unlike any chair yeah. I've ever been in. The ones that were like, that were real tough to get down. Yeah. You could like kind of lift your legs up and, and the chair could close in with you. Yeah. In yeah. And, and that you, was reclining almost. You could sit with your legs like <laughs> this and you could be watching a movie like that. Dude, I used to love when we were like teenagers and we try to run across the seats. Oh, yeah. But then your friend would always destroy their ankle in the in the thing. And ruin the whole day. The whole day. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my ankle. Yeah, Quit no shit, Josh. Fuck you, Josh. <laughs> I don't care if your parents are getting divorced. <laughs> it's because of shit like this. It's because of shit like this. Because you keep hurting your fucking ankle being a dumbass. <laughs> um, so, uh, you miss quite a bit in the end. But what could I have possibly missed in the last 15 I mean, I, got, I mean, you truly... But for those of you that don't want to be spoiled by Ghostbusters, I think it's been out long enough now that we can talk about it. You can skip through if you want, I guess. Mm -hmm. But um, I don't want to tell you what happens because I want you to see it. I think you need to see it. Okay. So here's my proposal to you, Mike. Mm -hmm. I do. This is something something I talked to Matt about doing. Yeah. And I really think we should do this. Okay. There's a movie theater downtown called i can't remember but they have this 
feature called HDX, I think. Is that what it's called? What's it called? HDX? Movie theater? HDR? No, HDR is... Is it louder than regular movies? Oh, 4DX. Okay. 4DX. It's louder? No, it's not loud. Well, I don't know. Maybe it is, but it doesn't matter. What it is more than anything is a stupid gimmick. Uh Your seats move and spray water on you and and like rumble Uh and like flashlights and stuff and like interact with the movie experience. Yeah. So I want to go see it like that uh-huh. really badly. Yeah. And if you don't like it, you can turn it off. There's like a button to turn the whole thing off. Turns the whole theater off. Everybody off. <laughs> That's the only And your I seat want. flashes red so that everyone knows you're the one that turned it off. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. I but um, just kidding. It doesn't do that. But you can turn it off. But I'm going to go see it again that way. Mm-hmm. And I figured if I'm going to see it again – this is a great opportunity for you to maybe see it again and finally see the ending, which I think you should really see. Oh, I would like to see it, but I, I'm trying not to be like judgy or closed off to experiences. But I feel like that is just adding to what I don't like. Yeah, it's it's an it's a distracting <clears throat> experience. I don't want that. But it could be a lot of fun to talk about on the show. You're not wrong. <laughs> So consider it. We'll talk about it later. But um, but we watched Ghostbusters. It was really special to see it with you, Mike, because you love the original Ghostbusters. I love the original Ghostbusters. I remember getting the the proton pack and I found it. It was like an early birthday gift and I found it in the house and it was still like one of the greatest presents. It's so good, dude. I can't that blue plastic. Mm hmm. With the yellow <laughs> tube, yeah, dude. I mean, yeah. it's it, and then the PKE meter with the twisty yeah. thing, and then the loud, top, yeah, loud, tough to turn, loud twist, hard yeah. to turn, yeah. yeah. But really good stuff. And then the foam that you stuck onto the was gone gun, day one, gone. Yeah. Did you have the Never one where again. it shot a projection onto the wall? And then little like like foam, yeah things that you lost and never found again also yeah Yeah, man those are that was good shit you would just find those for years that was random places oh yeah Yeah. oh right you'd be like fuck which one did this go to because the toy is not quite nerf yeah that's exactly the conversation and if it's nerf it's nothing it's gotta be nerf (laughs) it has to be nothing (laughs) (laughs) it's not nerf nerf, it's nothing But uh, uh, I remember, yeah, the projector one was cool because it would project a ghost onto the wall. Yeah, it had like a little one of these. Slide yeah, things. you could switch the ghost. And yeah, the <laughs> yeah. Ghost. yeah. And and then you could like fire your little like f- like foam piece at yeah. the ghost. Yeah. So it was almost like you were catching ghosts. It was kind of cool. It was really cool. But yeah, so it was a special experience since we had shared uh, similar experiences with Ghostbusters growing up as children. Yes. And seeing this new Ghostbusters movie in mm-hmm. the theater. And uh, and the cool, the craziest thing about it was it's an all-girl cast. Yes. And that was kind of shocking at first. But I love that Chris Hemsworth was in it. And I thought it was really great. And I give it nine... It was crazy how Chris Pratt did the voice for all the female characters. It is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> no, but we so we watched the new one, obviously with Paul Rudd and shit. And, yes. uh, but what did you think, dude? I loved going into it and having no idea. Uh, I didn't know anyone was going to be in the movie. I was just hoping that the original guys would be in it at yeah. some point, point. and uh, so I didn't know anything about. Oh, it. that's awesome! I literally the only 
information I had was that you guys told me it was coming out. And then I started seeing the um, billboards everywhere. Yeah. And I couldn't really tell what was going That's on right. in the billboard. Because, so I love the movies like that. Yeah. Because you and I went out and and I told you it was happening like the following week. And you were like, what? I didn't even know this is fucking. Yeah. I, I don't sound know. like that. But it was <laughs> actually you sound a lot like that. Uh, actually. <laughs> Yeah, but I think that that like um, it almost brought me back to like back in the day where you couldn't go online and like read everything about the yeah, movie. Yeah. So it was literally just going off of like the poster. Um, but did you enjoy yeah. what you saw? I liked it a lot. And, and there were times in the movie where we were watching it where I was like, I wondered if you liked it or not, because I know you're a lot more critical. You have so different standards. I liked it a lot uh-huh. but i liked it less than anybody else in our friend group everybody loved, loved it. it okay um i had a couple of just a couple of tiny little issues with it but you know i mean this is just everybody's got their own point of view and shit nobody's yeah. right or wrong yeah, yeah but uh uh i loved a lot about it man i really loved that opening it was so cool yeah. uh-huh it was like egon fucking trying to run away from the fucking the second coming of Gozer or whatever. And it was yeah. like this huge action sequence. And then, uh, and then that's that, that was really fucking cool. And that little girl is amazing. She's very good. She's so fucking good. Yeah. Um, I don't Lee, think Lee, Ligon. Ligon. <laughs> uh, the stranger things kid was good, but you could almost have taken him completely out of the movie and it would have still been fine. I think. What's his name? Finn Wolfhard. Isn't he? Doesn't he listen to the show? Not this one. He used to like SourceFed. Oh, okay. I don't know if he listens to Dynamic Banter. Hey, Finn, you listen to Dynamic Banter? Didn't you send me a picture of him once? And you were you met him? Yeah. You were like, he's a fan of SourceFed. Yeah, something. he's a fan of, he liked SourceFed, yeah. Damn, he's going to watch SourceFed. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Tight. It's cool. Yeah. It's pretty neat. That kid's a huge star. But uh, but yeah, didn't think he was really like a huge Im- improvement to the to the mm-hmm. movie at all, even though, you know, I love him. I think he's a great guy. I'm sure. But you think Nick would have done a better job in the role? No, I don't think that either. <laughs> no, absolutely not. Um, bad casting. But I would say that uh, <laughs> I would say that Paul Rudd was fucking great. I think that dude, I had a I had a opinion about. OK, that. I didn't think that um i think he's always great he's always great and i think he did a great job at acting in the movie yeah but i think for that and i get why he was cast i get that you have to cast somebody like that to get, get a movie a made in there yeah but i didn't think the way that was like written in his interaction with the mom and stuff it didn't make sense that it was paul Rudd. <laughs> it should have been someone shittier it should have been someone this is too like um easy pickings because i don't know enough about actors but it should have been like jack black or it should have been someone a little not sloppier. as charming. Uh, charming is fine. Charming is like what that but character was supposed to be. Put together. But like sloppy because he was he was like a summer school teacher that really didn't want to be there. Yeah. But Paul Rudd, the way he looks, looks like a summer school teacher that would be like, how do I get through to these kids? Yeah. <laughs> yeah and, uh, exactly. and it needed to be someone who looked more like me. Right. You're saying he was a little too handsome for the role. Yeah. 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 Who I think you're right. Is like sloppier version. Well, let's think. Um, what Chris if you? Pratt. Ooh, 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 what what if you got um uh um fuck what's his name? Uh, uh Bill 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 Hader. Still very like too, put too together, handsome? too handsome. I'm talking like beard, like a little bit overweight, disheveled. So like but a Josh still, like, Gad or like, something. Good looking. Josh Gad's maybe too goofy. Yeah, 
I don't think Josh, no offense. I don't think that Josh Gad is good looking. Maybe I just haven't seen him in the right light. Well, but he's also, I mean, I think he's, he's what you're looking for, but I think he's not right for that. They're somewhere in the middle of Paul Rudd and Josh Gad. Yeah. And that person's name is Patton Oswalt. Patton Oswalt. (laughs) (laughs) Danny DeVito. (laughs) No, see, there's no one who's, who wouldn't be too distracting? There. It's not Paul Rudd, though. It maybe not. Maybe he not. did a great job. Maybe not. And I love seeing him in. I everything, see what you're saying. Yeah, but that's not. Um, yeah, that I wasn't the guy. I really hated the Walmart commercial in the middle of the movie. Oh, when they drove into that. Uh, when they went to Walmart, and then Paul Rudd got Baskin Robbins ice cream, and then there was like product placement everywhere. Does it just have to be like that now? Is that what has to happen? I don't know, man. I get maybe. But is I it guess. a fucking thing where like all the all the Ghostbusters toys are going to be available in at Walmart? Walmart exclusively or whatever? Yeah, I hate that. There is a lot of behind the scenes business deals that go on that become tie-ins to the actual film itself, where they go like, "Look, you want this budget? Like, you want." as much money as you could possibly get for mm-hmm. the budget of this movie, we're going to have to do shit like throw in Baskin Robbins and throw in Walmart. Throw, is that horizontal or vertical integration? Great question. We'll find out next time on dynamic banter for all my marketing heads. Um, but I was a little disappointed with that. I also felt like the cutesy little stay puff marshmallow man guys were, uh, not good. I didn't like it. I didn't like that at all. You didn't think that was cute? I thought it was cute, sure, but I thought that horizontal in- integration. Hell yeah, nice work, buddy. No vertical uh, integration. Oh, yep, you were right. <laughs> no, yeah, that's right. Uh, and I ended up being right. <laughs> I was wrong in those. Hey, at the end, I was right. Uh, but um, yeah, man, I thought it was kind of unnecessary. Like, why are they there at all? Just Can you explain to, to me why they're there? <laughs> and I toys. think if when that's the reason, yeah, it's not good. I don't like that, and I don't like thinking like that. But that was the first thing I thought of when I saw a little state puff marshmallow. Was like guy. I want those little toys. No, no, no. Was that like that's toys. here for to be toys? Right, and that's never good. I no. don't want to be taken out of a movie like that ever. Yeah. Um, and uh, there, like, there's more organic ways to do that for sure. But man, the, the thing, the crazy part is, is that they released that scene like almost in its entirety before the like terror dog shows up. Mm-hmm. So it's like Paul Rudd, like in the freezer section, getting his Baskin Robbins. And then it shows like the little mushroom, the, or, uh, the marshmallows coming out of the packages. And then all of a sudden they're like everywhere. Yeah. And then it cuts and it goes Ghostbusters afterlife coming soon. Mm-hmm. They release that like, I don't know, six months ago or something that's like that. That's cool. Cause that's like the most forgettable part of the movie. Right. But when I saw that, I was like, Oh no. Like, what is this? Why mm-hmm. is that happening? And all I could think of was like, okay, they're going to try to base this movie in some form of reality, some form of continuation of the original Ghostbusters movies. And they're using some recognizable iconography to kind of sell the movie a little bit to Uh people who are not me. To join generations together. It's almost like they're trying to open to the (laughs) most possible audience right because that's also the goal when you make a movie like this in the you shortest want... amount of time right so and... what is going to appeal to the 40 year old and what's going to appeal to right. the lee baby and they're like obviously the stay puff marshmallow man imagery will get all the fucking nostalgia 
addicted folks mm -hmm. and then the fact that they're cutesy little makes kids want them and yeah. and makes them cute it makes little you know makes people go oh i want it so I don't want to hang out with that kid. If you don't give it to me, Daddy. I'm gonna make your Christmas real big. Into the digital void with that kid. <laughs> to the digital bye void. Bye bye, Joey. Yeah. <laughs> bye bye, bud. Um, but yeah, I was disappointed by that because I didn't want that. Right. Um, and uh, but everything else was like pretty cool. There's a lot of little things that kind of bothered me a little bit, mm -hmm. but for the most part, I thought it was really cool and I liked it a lot. And there was a lot to like about it. Yeah. And even though the end is a little awkward and kind of weird, and when the more you think about it, the kind of the weirder it gets. Mm. Um, it's still really touching and really cool, and honestly, a very respectful continuation of the Ghostbusters legacy. Okay. I think that's nice. I liked how um, they were able to the kids, the uh, new generation was able to like look up real events that happened yeah. in New York City. Yeah, and they treated it like a like a news story when ghosts used to. Happen. Yeah, dude. So so that's the other thing. Like, so I was I was I've been reading a lot about it because I've been thinking a lot about it, and I and I want to see what other people are saying about it and some of their observations and stuff. Mm -hmm. And so I was digging through like su the Ghostbusters subreddit and reading all these posts and stuff. And someone posted an interview with Jason Reitman, who directed the movie, who is, by the way, for those of you that don't know, the son of Ivan Reitman, who directed the original Ghostbusters and Ghostbusters 2. So it was his son directing a Ghostbusters movie, which cool. is also special. And yeah, really it's cool. very cool. Um, and another aside is, um, so Egon is featured heavily in this movie and is kind of the central driving storyline of the movie, but the actor who played Egon, Harold Ramis, passed away yes. like six years ago or 10 years ago or something like that. Kind of a long time ago. Wow. Um, but so when they were setting out to make this movie, which would largely focus on Egon, they went directly to the family of Harold Ramis and made sure that they were like completely on board. If they mm -hmm. weren't, then they weren't going to do it. So they really got the blessing of like Harold's widow and daughter. And like, they all have nothing but good things to say about it, which is really cool and touching and awesome. Yeah. Um, but, uh, so when talking about <laughs> the Ghostbusters events, that happened in real life in this universe mm -hmm. and the kids like look on YouTube to discover what the Ghostbusters were because they have no idea what they are. Yeah. Which is interesting to think about because when you think about the discovery of real ghosts, like how much our history would change and how much our lives would change and how by the time 20 years goes by after a giant marshmallow attacks New York and all these ghosts and shit appear, not to mention in part two, the fucking Statue of Liberty walks around New York. Yeah. You'd think that children would kind of know a little bit about it. But Jason Reitman said in an interview that they approached that aspect of the story in the way that real kids these days remember historical events of our real timeline. Huh. So like not all kids know all not of this. Not to go to New York. Right. Because there's ghosts. And not all kids know that all these like crazy things happened in our history. 
Um, so they kind of use that as the way to kind of explain why the kids have no idea what, who the Ghostbusters are. What a bummer it is that like, if you didn't experience 9-11, you just go online, you find a bunch of memes. Yeah. And you're like, I guess this was something people think is funny or something. <laughs> wow. That's a huge bummer. Yeah. Or it's just something that, I mean, for us, it changed our lives. Yeah. But people, there's a, uh, I don't know, people made kind of a, like a joke. Of, it's yeah. like a punchline. Yeah. And that is, that has always written me. In some anyway, ways, we're not yeah. That. In some ways, for yeah. sure. And I wonder if in that universe, you know, not to compare 9-11 to like a fictional Ghostbuster but thing. But wouldn't it kind but of? But similarly, <laughs> it would have been as devastating and life-changing as that was for us. Yeah. Um, but which Did would... ghosts kill people or did they just make them messy? I know. I mean, that's the that's the thing. I mean, I think they're just really scary. Like, I don't think ghosts killed like ma- like hundreds and thousands of people. No, but remember they the ghosts scared real bad. Remember the ghosts that like picked up the lady in the courtroom yes. in Ghostbusters too. You don't think she was alright? I mean, I, for all I know, ghosts are like throwing people around <laughs> off buildings and shit. Kind of fucked up. Anyway, but um, yeah, overall, I really enjoyed it, and I really would love to get your take on the end of the movie because something really no problem. Big what do you want to know? happens uh so hopefully we'll either either i'll find a way to show it to you or we'll go see it in this like ridiculous way to see it did you think that they needed a a new slimer no i didn't think so either i was like why wouldn't it be the same slimer i know there are probably we're talking about like a realm where there are like uh, thousands of different ghosts yeah but it was like too close. It was just like knockoff Slimer instead of like, here's its own thing. And it was interesting that like it was blue. And then whenever you saw like slime, it was blue in the movie. There was never like p- pink slime at all ever. And there was never like green slime at all. It was all just that blue slime, um, which in a way was like, obviously, maybe it's because that blue ghost is getting slime everywhere. But mm-hmm. um in the Ghostbusters movies, that ectoplasm wasn't just from one ghost. It was from, like, all the ghosts. That pink stuff wasn't even in it. No, not at all. But the pink stuff was, like, a culmination of the, like, evil of New York, I guess, underneath the ground. They could have made that lava stuff pink. They could have, yeah. But yeah. we're not. Who the fuck are we? Yeah, but definitely that there were a lot of things in the movie that felt like, okay, so if they're handing off this franchise to children, pretty much, which mm-hmm. it seems like where they're going... Um, but, but with the possibility for the older Ghostbusters or whatever, there's all these possibilities in the Ghostbuster potential future, Yeah, which is really cool. Um, Dude, let me guess what happens at the end and then okay. you tell me. Okay. Wait, if do I'm you want right. me to tell you if you're right? If I'm right. Okay. I think that'd be fun. Oh, yeah. I'm probably going to say it regardless. Okay. You know how they were fighting that big, huge tornado? Yeah. Big, huge tornado is actually part Harold Remus. Whoa. Because he, it's not like he, uh, he was like consumed by that ghost at the beginning. Yeah. And then when the mom is consumed by the ghost, she just turns into a possessed version right. of her. Well, there's an interesting theory about what exactly is happening in that moment in the beginning. A lot of people seem to think that Egon kills himself before the beast is able to oh and he's in the trap he went into the trap with a ghost yeah so then he would be a ghost yeah so he could take part in tornado right okay i have another theory all right that um helen hunt and who's the other guy no in twister 
Oh, uh, oh, uh, uh, oh no. Dan Paxton. Bill Paxton. Bill Paxton, because he has passed away as well. Yes. He comes back. Bill Paxton's ghost shows up. There, Twister and Ghostbusters happen in the same universe. So the big tornado comes back, and yeah. everyone's like, we don't know what to do. Then all of a sudden, Helen Hunt pulls up. And she's and like, you don't, her- you've never seen it. Miss this house. And yeah. miss this house. Yeah. And come yeah. after yours. Yeah. And then the ghost of Bill Paxton's like, is that what you think you did? Yeah. Well, she pulls up first, and then <laughs> and then she comes out of the top of the jeep, and she's got all the equipment, the testing, the, the hurricane testing equipment, and ball. she's like, "You call that a twister?" <laughs> and everyone in the audience, goes, <laughs> oh! and then she dies. And then she, her head explodes, <laughs> and she gets hit by like a sign that's going. Right. And then and so she pops up and goes. You got that, a twister? And then everyone goes, whoa. And then it stays on the shot, though. And you're like, what the fuck? And then ghost (laughs) Bill Paxton comes up. And he goes, let's get him. (laughs) And then he pulls a ghost proton pack that gets humans. (laughs) And him and Ego work together and bust all the humans. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. (laughs) (laughs) Human buster. It's just a guy in the... <laughs> okay, I have another theory. All right. The kid, the beautiful little girl, yes. ends up being smarter than the tornado. Absolutely. And she gets rid of the tornado. Yes. And then you hear a car come screeching to a halt. Who's that? And it's the Ecto-1. Whoa. All clean and perfect. No, it's, it kind of looks okay, shitty. it still looks shitty. And then uh, Bill Murray gets out and the the available living ghostbusters get out and they're like still getting their shit on yeah and, and they're, they're like, like and they're just like late yeah. yeah yeah and they don't do nothing but they have a couple of funny old guy lines yeah like oh mine smells a little musty yeah <laughs> you know yeah and then this, and this then, doesn't fit as well as it used to and then bill murray goes rise or dazzle. <laughs> <laughs> that's a fact yeah and then Bill Murray goes, I'm sailing. <laughs> Dr. Leo Marvin. And then he looks at the camera and goes, I hate Mondays. And eats a fuck ton of lasagna. <laughs> and he's dripping out of his mouth. Yeah, yeah. And then he goes, uh, rise and shine. It, it goes to black. And it goes, rise and shine, kiddies. And put on your booties because it's cold outside. <laughs> I'll put your little hand in there. <laughs> and that's the credits coming up. Right, right. And it was all a ground. No, day. it wakes up to the alarm clock. Now put your oh, little hand in there. And he goes, <gasps> and then we, he just cuts the If we black. were recutting, if we were doing the, the what's it called? The, the, the Super Power Boys. Yeah, yeah. Super Mario Brothers. If, no, no, no. The uh, Dream Warriors. Dream Warriors. If yeah. we were recutting this movie. Ghostbusters. And I was doing the whole thing, I wouldn't change anything <laughs> but putting the arm back. <laughs> Nothing is Until different. The very yeah. It's all and from Groundhog Day. Like, it's cool. We've seen it. We've seen the movie. God, that's so fucking funny. Yeah. All right. Well. We didn't do History Roads this episode, unless you want to do one. All right, let's do it. This was a fun episode. It was really fun. I enjoyed talking about this, and I'm so cold on the East Coast. Me too. I'm freezing. Thanks for all those 3,000 people coming to see us.
Austin. Oh shit. Here we go. I really thought I could stop it. I forgot that I had it set to loop. I just feel like we put them through a lot this episode. <laughs> a lot of waiting around. To be honest. Uh, Emily sends an email saying, Bidet Broken Heart. And says, hi. So listen, I was listening to an old DB. Old Dirty Bastard. <laughs> when you guys were talking about how two bidet companies were fighting over Steve's butt. And it reminded me. When I was like 15, I told a boy that I had used a bidet at a fancy hotel, and he stopped talking to me. Wait, say it again. She told, when she was 15, uh-huh. she told a boy that she used a bidet at a fancy hotel, and that yeah. guy stopped talking to her. Interesting. Oh, poor 15-year-old and boy. And she said, insecure little boy with a dirty, small ass. <laughs> <laughs> And then she says, promo code, insecure little boy with a dirty small ass. Hello, Tushy. And then said, bye. That was that. Think about how dirty that kid's ass is and continues to be. The dirtiest ass. Dude, that's super funny. I have a really stupid, fuck, I don't want to blow it. But I want to tell you that I have a really stupid, really short bidet joke in my stand-up set right now. Should I say it on that? Because what if this is like my oh, target oh, oh, audience? Oh, it's going to be in your shows. It's I'm working on it right now. Okay, so tell me after the show. All I'll tell you now, yes. And then I'll tell you hear. that, like, let's say there's 25 people in the audience. Right. Five people are losing it. <laughs> okay. And 20 people are like... <laughs> are you... I love... Those are the best. Yeah. Those are the best kind of jokes. Yeah. After <laughs> he's still trying to get it out. All right, well, guys, uh, listen, you got any plugs? Future plugs? Oh, wait, yeah, we've got an audio cue for plugs. Oh, great. <laughs> this is a serious message to everybody watching my update <laughs> right My now. favorite is the pause. My... I live for the pause. Update. Um, on the 5th, which is this Sunday, I'll be at the Park City Music Hall in Bridgeport, Connecticut. Um, I just learned in real time that the doors will be at 5 and the show will be at 8. And that's so you can go and you can actually have dinner there. They have like a full kitchen. Didn't know that before. So buy your tickets. That's awesome. And uh, show up early. And I think... Dinner and a comedy. Dinner and a comedy. It's like a murder mystery, but everybody stays alive. Mm-hmm. God willing. And they're a big fan of that. And also on the 10th is the next Surrounded show at the Hollywood Improv. You're invited Absolutely. if you'd like to I'd come. I'd love to come. Bring your suit. I think the king of Hollywood needs to be there. Such an integral part of the last show. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I cut together a, a, a thing I showed you Oh, yeah. Yesterday. Where are you going to put that? On Instagram and nice. stuff. I'll send it to nice. you. Please. And um, I know that we're actively working on going other places, you and I together. 
also so much cool stuff there's probably i don't know how long the black friday stuff is going to go on if it's just for that day or not but if there's still stuff available because the beatles documentary just dropped we have our abbey road dynamic banter poster we also have our bizarro universe dynamic banter t-shirt and um actively working on something that we've been working on for like a year art wise that's almost done we'll be able to tell you about soon and it's not the zine this is not the zine zine. also should have said this last week the alternate cover for the zine is coming out on black friday as well the blue denim version man did i wish i told you guys about that (laughs) last week Let's go back in time really quick. Okay. Passport. Let's use our passports. <laughs> Call Malcolm. He has my passport. Wait, let's go to the DV labs and make a time machine. Hey, can we make a time machine real fast? But uh hope you enjoyed that, especially if you missed out on the um, ability to get the first zine. It's awesome. Thank you so much for everyone who contributed to that. Contributed to the art for our, uh, thank you, Taylor, for all of our tour art. Um, thank you, Byron, for helping us get stuff printed out and sent to us. It all got there and it all sold out. <laughs> and yes, thank you to those who bought the first edition, uh, which is incredible. It really blew our minds. You guys sold those things out real fast. So fast. And there has been a demand for more of them, yeah. which is really exciting and cool. And we appreciate you guys for making that happen. Um, so as a result of that, we're, we're, yeah, we're going to do it. We're going to do our second run of that, which is going to look really cool. It's going to look different from the very, just cover. the cover will look different. Yeah. Um, uh, and then, yeah. And then we'll talk about beyond that first edition, that first issue of the zine yeah. and into the future. But yeah, but what we've been talking about that's coming, we've been talking about is different from the zine and is really cool. And we think you guys are going to really love it. It's yeah. Some, really cool shit we strive to make things for you guys that we would want yes. from our favorite guys and our favorite comedy boys so we hope that you guys really enjoy what uh mike and byron have been cooking up that's a roger it's real good shit yeah, yeah, yeah. all right i think that's pretty much it well then from everyone here at db i want to thank uh headgum i want to thank the sponsors and for everyone at db labs the whole family <laughs> The whole family's here. (laughs) All right. Goodbye, everybody. That was a HeadGum Podcast.